and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 359 for patch 7.2.5. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. This is Freckleface. And this is Root. Coming up here in episode number 359 of HearthCast, ideas that will get you fired. Failing to plan for fails is planning to fail for fails. And an add-on to manage companion pet summoning. This podcast is made possible through the kind support of our Patreons. Your continued donations help our endeavors here at the Excellence and Podcast Studios. We sincerely thank you. So hey there for Reckleface. Hey there, Ruth. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. Quite busy. Had a lot of time on my hands. And we had we had a couple weeks, so got a lot of stuff done. It's been a little bit of a little bit of a time warp. Yeah. Yeah. On my hunter, my goblin hunter. Name Freckleface? Name Freckleface, yeah, thank I'm, you. I'm figuring this out now. So she's doing the balance of power quest chain. And she got to the point where uh, she needed to go to Trial of Valor in Mythic. So I read the first part of the comments that said you just need to go to the entrance and place down this feast at the beginning of the instance. So I did that. Went and set it in. Then I realized, oh, there's a second part to that quest that requires you to go all the way to the end. So I jumped in a group, finished it all the way to the end, and what happens is... Odin is supposed to do some extra role-playing dialogue after the end. What? Odin role-play dialogue? Where he no. gives you a blessing. Okay, just kidding. <laughs> so he gives you a blessing at the end. Yeah, and nothing triggered, and I tried running all the way back out and running back in, and nothing so, happened. So you're saying you didn't trigger Odin? And uh, I put in a ticket, and like normal, I got an unhelpful response. <laughs> I responded back saying, no, you're wrong, and then got an actual answer. I think that it's got to be their first line of defense, like uh, just auto-respond with auto something respond and a joke. Their their first response was, well, you need to wait a, like a little bit before he RPs. Not asked me, did you wait? And I said no, because of course I waited around for it. Sure. So for them to jump to that assumption that I didn't wait and then go be like, oh, that's the issue. You need to wait. Done. Bye. You know, responded, okay, I, I did wait, ran out, ran in. You got a quota. You got to close those tickets. Yeah. So the second response I got was that the feast and the uh, blessing need to be in the same instance. Okay, makes sense. So by putting it down and then leaving, I had not triggered it. And here's the issue. We got into another group, you know, a few weeks later. Tried it again. So I'm thinking I have to put down the feast because I've heard other people complain. If you're in a group of people and five people are on that quest, whoever runs to the spot and puts down their quest item first gets credit for the quest and no one else does. That's stinky. Yeah. So I start this group. And remember, it took us like, you know, 15, 20 minutes to get this group started. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, I'm going to run it. I'm going to make sure I get I get it because I'm a goblin I, or I'm a hunter. I run fast. I'll be fine. But to remind me. Yeah. <laughs> What is not fast is my loading screen. <laughs> blue, yeah, the blue bar boss. So, whoever had the faster computer got there first and put down the feast. Oh, no. And I was anticipating getting upset during the whole dungeon because I was afraid it wasn't going to trigger. But it did, I guess, because whoever put down the feast was also down the quest. So when Odin came out, I also got the blessing, which means I got it done. So that's cool. The next part of uh, that phase is to go into night hold regular. I'll go with you. Okay. Had fun. Yeah. Also been working on Death of Chromie a little bit more. <sighs> I kind of gave up on that. A little bit more grindy than I anticipated. Yeah. Uh, still working on it, though. Still cute. Now, on my mage, I did a lot. This is my Draenei mage. Got the class mount. I'd initially said, well, I don't need that, that mount. This is a disc. And then I saw someone ride by on it. I said, that's a cool disc. I yeah, need that. So okay. I went through the process of getting all the stuff in the Broken Shore down that I needed to do to trigger it. Uh, went through the whole quest chain to get the uh, 
to get the mage, mage class mount. Maybe like track down th- the three pieces or scatter different places and then you had to come and magic them all together, I guess. Magic them together. We computer that stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I ran the time walking rage uh, over with a guild that my mage is in. And it was a lot of fun. And I realized I wasn't really getting the the fire spec for the mage. We weren't understanding it. It wasn't just no, flowing it with just you. it wasn't really flowing. All right. And I had been an arcane back in the day, back in Lich King, so I decided to switch over. Here's a crazy thing with the artifact knowledge. I did four world quests. There was an invasion up, so I did four of those quests. And I immediately had enough artifact power to get all of my basic points. Yeah, what we talked about a couple well months ago now was it's been rectified. Now they make it relatively easy to get caught up. And so then the next step was to empower that artifact, which had me go down a quest line. It's an interesting storyline. Uh, there's some prophecy about um, Scovald's children. Interesting. And you end up meeting up with the God King Scovald's daughter. And her family had been killed in a, some sort of raid. So she comes back to claim her claim to be the queen. And she has to kill the two other people or fight them. Kill the two other people that are standing in her way. So she does. And the second guy's like, oh, by the way, your brother, who you thought was dead, he's still alive. He's still alive. So you go and confront him, and he has given in to the fell power. That's not bueno. And he said, the fell power is in us. You know, you just have to choose to embrace it or not. She's like, I'm never, I'll never do that. So she ends up fighting her brother, and as her brother's dying, he's like, oh, by the way, you should know who ordered the attack on our family. <laughs> So she's like, who's that? So she goes back to uh, Eerie. Eerie? Eyer? Eeyore. Yeah. Like from... Okay. <laughs> well, the spirit things. I know I'm terrible at lore. But she goes back and she demands to know who ordered the attack. It was Odin himself. Himself. Ordered the attack on his... On, uh, on Scovald's, Scovald's family. family. So then she gets angry and she, she gives into the fell. And she turns into a demon and then she disappears. Dun, dun, dun. And the storyline is to be continued, but I don't really care anymore. It's like, I'm artifact empowered. <laughs> You're like, I'm done. I don't care about your family. That's later. It's fine. Also, with the arcane mage, I got the hidden artifact appearance. Uh, which one is that? Uh, it's the sheep head one. Oh, weird. Okay. And that was a little bit more complicated because you, you have to go around and you have to polymorph different types of animals. Makes sense. Uh, one type of animal per zone. And then you have to go to uh, the tower over in, uh, what's that area outside? Uh, Goldshire. Goldshire. Elwyn Forest. Elwyn Forest, yeah. You have to go to the tower. You have to, you have to do a, do a thing there. Okay. Then you have to go back to Order Hall, and then nothing happens. And then yeah. every day there's a chance that something will happen. Oh, how annoying. I know. <laughs> I don't like that at all. But it didn't take too long. It was about three days. Yeah. Right. Yeah. In Hearthstone, now my husband's playing. Yeah, I've seen him on a lot. Started up again. He hadn't played in a couple of years. So it's nice to have something else to chat about. And I opened up a Golden Alexstrasza. Hmm. My classic card pack. It's really pretty. Okay. But part of me wonders if I shouldn't have waited until after they did the changes to the card packs. Because I already had a regular Alexstrasza. And the thing is, I know we talked about on our show how it was a little bit unclear about whether or not a golden legendary counts the same as a legendary. Right. If it goes, you're not going to open up you know, the same legendary again. And in an interview that they did after they did the initial announcement, they said, yes, they count the same. So if I had waited to open up that pack until after the next Hearthstone expansion, it would have said... It would have given me a different golden legendary. Like a golden of a legendary I didn't have already. All right. So you are making the assumption that the pack that is sitting in your program, in your client, is already determined. Yes, I am. Versus is that pack determined when you open it? Well, the the pity timer hits at like a, a certain amount of packs open, which I think is like 40. Correct. So I think no matter when I opened it, it would have given me a legendary. But if I'd opened it later... Oh, I see what you're saying. It would have given me one that I didn't already have. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were just wanting something different. No, I hear you. Okay. Nah, don't worry about it. Okay. Here's the thing. I mean, I really feel that as soon as... 
uh, you like we can pre-order now, and as soon as the day comes when we're allowed to start opening our new packs, there's gonna be it's gonna be Oprah style. Everybody's gonna have legendaries, so don't worry about it. I don't think it'll be that much. They're, they're so required. They are so required. Yes, and this they are. Month, it doesn't mean they're gonna give it to. Us. They're gonna give it to everybody. They're gonna give it to everybody who's pre-ordered and has stuff sitting there. So pre-order. And he and I were also doing some friendly matches, and we were at the end of a game, and I had a quest to uh, win Paladin games and play Paladin class cards. So we've been playing for a while, and they got lethal on the board, and he conceded. Oh, no. So it didn't count It doesn't count as a win. It didn't count my win. It didn't count the cards I played. Uh, did you tell so him not like, to do that? Yeah, I was like, don't don't concede again. He's like, well, that's, that's pointless if you have lethal. I'm like, well. I'm trying to get a quest done. Let it let it play out. So Yeah. PSA, if you're challenging friends or playing against friends, you know, don't don't hit that concede button. Or a double PSA, let them know that you're working on a quest. Like, hey, I'm working on this quest. If I happen to get lethal, let it roll. Let it roll as in what? As in don't concede. Let- you shouldn't concede anyways. All right, well, same. Communication is what it boils down to. Or just don't concede when you're doing friendly matches. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Easy enough. All right, well, enough about me. Tell me about your week. Well, let's see. Uh, in Hearthstone, I dusted every card that I have except for my Hunter and my, I think, Shaman deck. That just makes me sad. No, 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 no. This is a strategy. I talked to other people uh, who play the game in our tavern, and I spoke with them, and uh, their their uh, method of getting all the cards they need to better themselves was focusing on one or two classes to begin with. So I have every card I can possibly have now for my Druid deck. I mean, it was always my thing. It's like, I don't have all the cards. I kept saying that. I don't have all the cards, so I can't really build a good deck because I don't have all the cards. So now I have all the Druid, and I'm working on, I, I think it's Shaman. I haven't, I, it's either Shaman or Paladin I kept, and I'm working on that. Everything else, when I get my card packs, I'm just dusting. I'm focusing exclusively, and then I'm, I'm dusting and crafting, dusting and crafting, and just building decks up. I will be pre-ordering for this uh, this Frozen expansion. Uh, I guess I shouldn't call it a Frozen expansion. It's kind of... Frozen Throne. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to call it Frozen. It's too Disney-esque. Anyhow, I'll be getting that this week. Get that out of the way. I've already got some packs towards that because we got some from the uh, most recent tavern stuff with this Frost Lord Loon. I got some card packs already that I can't open until a month away from now. Which just annoys me because I see the little number. Yeah, you have to get used to it. Yeah, so I'm doing all that. I'm enjoying that. I'm, you know, my win ratio is getting up there. It's not crazy high, but it's getting up there. In Diablo, I picked up the Necromancer, and oh my goodness, is is it OP? Uh, which I guess anything they introduce is going to be until they kind of really yeah. figure it out. Let people have fun with it, and then go. Okay, had your fun. Had your fun. Let's, let's be realistic. Yeah, let's scale it back now. Uh, so a friend of the show and his wife power leveled me uh, on my my necromancer, and it was incredible, like uh, crazy level amount of pair of uh, power leveling. But I'm now it was really cool because I built like what felt natural to me. I really wanted a ranged build for him, and so I made this ranged build with like I can summon a bunch of these skeletons and an auto summon skeletons. It just it just really feels natural for me. And then when, later when I checked on icy veins, I was almost to their recommended build for leveling. I was very close to it. There's a couple things, and I would argue why I chose mine versus what they recommended. But it's a lot of fun. Really enjoying that, just jumping in, doing some bounties, running some rifts. It's a lot of fun. Uh, one of these days, I'll go back and do the storyline with the Necro, but for now, I'm really enjoying just running in and doing some rifts. And yeah, uh, those of you who might follow me over on the Twitters uh, know that I did spend about a week in California with Blizzard. Had a good time there. Uh, shared a lot of ideas. Answered a lot of questions. Got a lot of questions answered. Had my answers questions and my questions answered. See, so, uh, you kept the most exciting thing for last. What's that? Oh, the trip to Blizzard? Yeah. <laughs> you can't lead off with that. Then everything else sounds kind of mundane. Well, it already does now. I'm just retroactively <laughs> made all my accomplishments sound mundane. Oh, no. It's not like, that oh, you and big of a deal. Game. <laughs> it's not that big Soft of a deal. traveling. And then you and I, Freck, we took on the latest wing of LFR, and that was a lot of fun. We ran some mythics together, and I'm so thankful that you are able to put those together and have the patience to do that, because I don't. It's not difficult. 
I didn't say it was difficult. People apply. <laughs> you just look at the list and go uh, invite or not. That's the part I'm not going to do. <laughs> uh, and then we finished up by going over and checking out the dance hall. Oh, my goodness. That was so much fun. You seem to have really enjoyed yourself. I really did. Oh, it's really good music. They use the music from the uh, One Night in Kerosene from Hearthstone. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. Well, kind of makes uh, sense thematically. I, get, I, I like it when I get a chance to show off my toys. Normally, the only time I get around a lot of people is when you know I'm going to a raid and no one has patience to sit and look at my toys. Right. You know, where whereas like everyone's in a group and everyone's doing the same thing, doing their toys and putting on their costumes, or, bringing out their weird pets. Yeah. My hunter pet was like standing awkwardly in the middle of dancing. <laughs> a lot of pets. I mean, I dismissed mine because a lot of pets were just awkward. Yeah. I kind of think that Blizzard should auto dismiss pets when people go in there. Well, next time. Iterations, right? Yeah. And then uh, you were like booty dancing on top of the cases. My goblin, I can't help it. <laughs> it was just, I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, as soon as you ran in, you popped some Moreau's potion or something? Yeah, it's a toy called Moreau's Famous Polish. Yeah. And the joke is that he's polishing your armor so clean, he like... T- makes it invisible. Makes it invisible. Yeah. Which means basically you click on a, a toy and you're running around in your skivvies. Yeah. Which like, it, as soon as we walk in, it wasn't like, oh, this is neat. As soon as we walk in, you're like, boom, naked. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? <laughs> we get called up to the dance this floor. This should not be taken out of context. <laughs> <laughs> we get called up to the dance floor a couple of times. That was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I look over. We did the rainbow, the rainbow generator yeah, rainbow across trinket, the. Yeah, yeah that was yeah. kind of cool. I had a toy. It's a brazier of dancing flames. So you put it out, and it's like a woman made of fire dancing. Yeah. So I put yeah. that next to me and put on my flame wings. I'm like, and, you dance in my underwear with the flame yeah. wings with the flame dancer next to me. <laughs> so what matters here is you had a great time and nobody got hurt. And that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. <laughs> So, Frank, when a new hire starts at Blizzard, they're often wide-eyed and they got these great ideas and they're all just full of pixie dust. And you and I have covered this whiteboard of no that exists at Blizzard headquarters. It just has these ideas that will never happen. And it's whiteboard because every so often I go back and look at it and erase something off there because it'll make it happen. However, I have come to find out that there's also a number of ideas that, if shared by a new employee, will automatically get that new employee a ticket back home. Sayonara. Bye-bye. You're fired. Like what, Root? Well, how about offline mode for the remote auction house? Ugh. Yeah. That, Terrible. Yeah, you come up with that idea, and they're just like, uh, no. Here, here's, here's your ticket. Go on home. <laughs> <laughs> You're new. You haven't you know, really moved in quite yet, have you? You haven't unpacked all your boxes, have you? <laughs> You are incompatible for this job. What about mountain pet realism? They run away, disobey you. That'd be really annoying. Need to be fed regularly and need routine vet visits. That can cost you 500 gold. Yeah, so that's someone just getting way too in the idea of pets. Now, if you remember back in the day, you used to have to, as a hunter, you used to have to feed your pets. Yeah, I remember that. That's why I I lost my pets. They'd run away. You also had to know what they ate. Yeah, you had to give them the right type of food. Because else they wouldn't eat it. So they got rid of that, and now you got this new person that comes in like, yeah, we should have this. And like, yeah, there's the door. Mount Rex and player collisions. Too sad. It's just, you couldn't get anywhere. No, you <laughs> if, couldn't. If you were trying to run around and even like click on something, if someone's standing in your way, like, uh, excuse me, <laughs> pardon, pardon me. <laughs> I, I'm, just, I'm just trying to get to the chest there. I, <laughs> no. That's why pixel collisions don't exist in this game. To go along with that, the new in-game profession, a lawyer. Ooh, no. <laughs> so much paperwork. So much paperwork. And, and think of it, like, okay, if you're in a raid and you have some, somebody wipes the raid and you get killed by the boss because this guy is dumb as dumb stuff and now you have repair costs, well, whose fault is that? <laughs> That's their fault. All right. They so should you, pay it. You uh, consult your in-game lawyer. <laughs> consult your in-game lawyer. You okay. sue that guy for wiping the raid. No. Go home. It's terrible. You're fired. 
Netflix mode for you get to watch movies in game, but only while you're in the queue. So you queue up for something instead of saying, oh, I got 13 minutes, you queue up, Netflix pops right up. You get to watch it in game. Take your butt on them. <laughs> you gonna do that? <laughs> yeah, no, no, we have other things to do in game. That is not a great idea. You go home. You know, the most fun part of traveling across the world and it, it, dimensions and everywhere else is filling out the paperwork for your passport. Oh, passport. oh you mean IRL? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Waiting so three weeks for. Add that to the game. Uh, no. <laughs> you have to take a selfie for stuff. <laughs> Here's my passport picture. Didn't you accidentally take a selfie in the little boss fight? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> and the weirdest part about it is I thought I had like triggered something like something going on with the, the boss. boss I was like, this is a crazy boss mechanic. It looks just like the selfie camera. <laughs> like, oh wait. And then I did it for real later on. Oh, that was too much. Standalone banks. So this new guy comes in and goes, hey, I have the greatest idea ever. Standalone banks. They're not connected anymore. Like your Swiss accounts. Like, so you go to your bank in Orgrimmar. Is it not connected to the bank in Tanaris? Uh, it's not connected to the bank uh, in Undercity. All the banks are standalone banks. Or, you know, it could just be one. Like the bank in Tanaris is its own little bank or something. No. Terrible. <laughs> Fired. Really gone. Cross game buffs. So you play five games in Heroes of the Storm just so you can get a one-hour buff for your raid and WoW. Oh, you know, <laughs> no. <laughs> That's one buff I'd never have. I mean, cross-game promotions are cool, but not a buff, no. Actual player health. So your tune can actually get sick. Like the flu or the cold? Yeah. They get like a debuff and they're like walking at like 10% walk speed. Yeah, they're all lethargic. And have to go to the inn and like stay there for like three days. No, I have to go to the first aid center, go oh, visit the true. nurse, <laughs> get right medicine. You know, actually give you know the first aid skill something to do in your, in, you know, find I, someone else yeah, to heal you. Yeah, and get a priest to like cleanse you or something. Yeah, lay hands yeah. on you or something. Maybe as an elder or something. Oh, it's terrible. In-game performance reviews. Sorry, your average DPS is below that of others at your eye level. Go visit a training dummy for remedial DPSing. I think they already have this covered by your guild leaders. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you just got that like a pop-up and it, <laughs> it removed you from doing everything? Kind of like what they tried to do with Proving Grounds back in the day. I didn't mind Proving Grounds. So a new guy comes in and you know, he's got a marketing background, advertising background. He goes, I got it. I got it. Pop-up advertising in the queues. Oh, for what? Doesn't matter. You're waiting in queue, get a little pop-up advertisement, maybe for a new expansion, some cards, a new Naga Mouse. Who knows? That's ad space right there. They could sell. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, you're fired. You know why you're fired? Because the Netflix idea didn't work either. Go. You're gone. <laughs> With the Netflix guy. Find him. He's on his way out, too. Adding a bit of realism to the game. Limited quantity. Quest availability. So this guy's giving out the quest. But he's only going to reward the first five people that come and turn it in. You only got like 100 gold that day? Yeah. Like, I only got 100 gold so I could do uh, five of these. Yeah. Can't afford to pay out. So. I only needed 10 raptors killed. I didn't need 3,000. <laughs> Look, I'm not making soup to feed everybody here, okay? <laughs> I just want <laughs> soup to feed my family. I'm good. I only need 10 of these. I'm done for the day. As you know, our, our marketing guy from earlier that we just fired, well, he's come back to redeem himself. He goes, I got it. I got it. Paid premium content for all the hardcore people. You don't want those noobs in there anyhow, those filthy casuals. So I'll just pay you for that extra raid tier. On top of a monthly subscription? Yeah. Oh, no, terrible. 25 bucks, play that raid. Yeah, give it to me. Ah, uh, you know someone would do it. <laughs> You're like, no. <laughs> Three people would do it. Three. Player housing. People wanted it so badly, now they have it. But it's required. It's in the suburbs. And it takes thirty minutes to get to the city. <laughs> so you wanna you wanna, you know, go join your raid team. You got a thirty minute commute. <laughs> no portals. You just you gotta fly it. With everybody else. Yep. Traffic. Drinking your coffee. <laughs> Income taxes, Freck. All that gold you got, you gotta pay an income tax on that. You know. What? Yeah, goblins gotta eat. 
So you think, yeah, whatever he just made, like a 5% tax. So, you know, you got artistic guys too come in with ideas. This guy's like, hey, hey, I got, I got it. What about we make the ground have like wear and tear? You ever gone on like on a hike through a forest area and you know the path you're going to do because everybody else has walked the same path and there's no grass now. It's all just dirt. Is that a real question? Yeah. You know I don't hike. I, well, okay. Have you ever gone in somebody's house and you can tell exactly where they walk because the carpet's like worn in that yeah, little... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Same concept. Guy's like, yeah, wherever people go, they just wears a path. For instance, we were just in that raid the other night. And everybody goes into that raid and they hang a left and they kind of jump down to cut through the trees. It's like nobody follows a normal given path. Everybody knows the little shortcuts. But since everybody's taking their shortcuts, shouldn't just wear a path. That's probably like the least terrible idea. It kind of defeats the purpose of exploration, though. Well, that's true. So, go. No. Go go back to remedial DPSing. Well, one new guy came in and said, you know, there's so much toxicity in the community. And uh, YouTube did this and it went over really well. So, we're going to do the same thing. Uh, we're going to require people's real names to be used instead of uh, battle tag. Whoa. Character name. Didn't Blizzard try that? Didn't they hint at trying that at one point in time? Maybe. I think they did. I, I think don't... they fired the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think they, I, that guy got fired once before. I guess yeah, he came back to right. get fired again. <laughs> that idea still is not good, buddy. You're out. So our networking guy's back. Now he's got an idea of paid QoS. So you get to pay for a better connection. Because, you know, net neutrality is going away anyhow. So the more money you pay Blizzard for your account, the less lag you get. Yeah. (sighs) No. No. (laughs) Bodyguards. Fantastic idea. Come in and help you with your uh, quest. Help you fight mobs. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. That was a good idea. That's in the game. That's fine. So why not extend that? To what? Dungeons and Raids. No. Everywhere. No. Why not? Imagine confusing you have, like, because, like, my companion's a tank. You want more tanks doing tanky stuff, stealing. But think how much easier it'd be, or, like, how much more sense it makes. I mean, you have a big boss. Does it make more sense to send in 20 people to kill them, or 40? <laughs> uh, so, number, uh, two things, before I fire you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number one, what's your main? Uh, Hunter. And how many times do you get told to turn Growl off? Never. Okay. Because I always uh, turn it off. <laughs> sure. And uh, number two, could you imagine now you need the optimal bodyguard per encounter with the all optimal need, add-ons? Him hypnotizing Mary. He would have different, like, you need to buff him with this. No, he, he can't he, buff him. He just shows up every once in a while. Yeah, but you can He get... just shows up. This one counts as my kill. <laughs> all right, relax. But you can also, you can give them things. Yeah, he can, but the things only help on the missions. Well, there's some get you gold if you do kills. Yeah, but it doesn't really help in combat. No, so they no, it's just bad idea. Um, see Elaine on your way out. She'll give you your final check. <laughs> there would just be too much voice voice stuff going on. <laughs> uh, temporary zone closures to help save server resources. Like construction at night. Yeah, pretty much. Like, have you ever been on the PTR where they actually close off a zone and no. they have like the little goblins up there, like this area's under construction? No, oh, okay, they, well, they do that. Yeah. But just imagine if that was like real world. Like, no, 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 sorry. You, you <laughs> can't go into Azuna right now. I know now. you have a quest to come in here, but yeah, you can't. Sorry. Uh, we are conserving uh, world resources at the time being. Um, so, uh, yeah, no. And then end up lining up when there's an invasion. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bad if the invasion was in the zone that was closed. Oh, sorry, we didn't talk to the quest guys. This zone's closed. <laughs> no, Elaine's waiting for you. What about special days where classes get a certain get a particular bonus? Just like an RP thing, extra like like I don't know, like like every week you get like some sort of buff, right? Right now, because yeah, yeah, time so, walking and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. time yeah. walking or arena or yeah, yeah, do it for classes. Take turns. Extra buff. Extra stuff. Like if you're a warrior, you get extra stuff. You already get extra stuff as a warrior. Uh, yeah, no, but you get extra, extra stuff. Extra, extra? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you know, the weird part about that is is like if, that would, like if you have a bunch of alts with a bunch of different classes, that would just encourage you to play that class that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be fun. 
I don't like it because it's bad enough. Like I go to my order hall and all I see are warlocks, which I know it's all I'm supposed to see in the order hall. But if I'm running around in the real world and everybody's on their warlock alt, it's just, I don't like it. You don't like it. No, I like the diversity. Okay. All right. Different idea then. All right. Bonus for race. Only if it's blood elf only. Like if <laughs> <laughs> just blood elves running around. No, I don't like that idea. Oh, way either. too many blood elves. Way too many blood elves already. Yeah. So one thing that's funny about the auction house dance party is that when they started pulling people up on stage, it's fairly obvious how many there were of each different race. Like the stage would be full of blood elves. <laughs> and like you and I are the only goblins. Only goblins. Yeah. yeah. Two Torin. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird. I didn't want any more torn in there. It was taking up the dance floor. Yeah, that's true. All right, so I'm going to ixnay on the race day, too. What about for your faction? Just like one day the alliance just get extra healing and attack speed and movement speed and mount speed. Oh, so they can finally Haste. win a battleground? <laughs> is that is that why? Is that why we're doing this? You know the craziest alliance, thing about yeah. that is like yeah, I, I, we were alliance for a long time. Yeah. And we go to battlegrounds and we, do, we just get raffle stomped. And it's just like, oh, man, the Alliance, they suck. The Horde is always just killing us in, in battlegrounds. And then we, we we faction change from a Horde, and we go in there. We're getting raffle stomped by the Alliance. The and everyone's sucks. like, yeah. And we're like, wait a minute. You guys suck. <laughs> you get both. <laughs> no, I don't like any ideas of race, class, combo, faction, bonus days. No. Um, no, it's just too much favoritism. Even spec. I wouldn't even go spec. Imagine if you had spec bonus days. That would just mm. be the weirdest thing. Yeah. Like, let's say it was tank spec bonus day. Then all the queues would be like, hey, can we get someone to go DPS so we can get this queue? We've been in this queue for four minutes, and that's as unacceptable as a tank. I don't know what's going on. Can we get someone just to roll DPS, please, to come in? DPS? Change it? Change it? Same thing for healer days. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an idea for you. How about a hardware spec buff? Paid for, of course, by those hardware vendors like Logitech. Blizzard detects that you are running a Logitech mouse, keyboard, headset, whatever Logitech device. You get a Logitech buff. Increased DPS. That's awful. Well, it's paid for by them. They would give Blizzard the money, and then Blizzard would have the little, okay, you get a higher DPS, and you get this little mm, Logitech buff. Nope, hate it. Terrible. Fired. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I guess Elaine's waiting for me, too. <laughs> well, before I leave, though, you know there's all this speculation that Naga's going to be a playable race coming up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Okay, yeah. do you have a Naga mouse? Uh, no. Then you can't play the Naga race, because <gasps> that is going to be sponsored by Naga. Yes! You no. only way you can play the Naga race is if you own the Naga mouse. That's terrible. Fired. <laughs> Still fired. <laughs> what if they did a one week thing, like where they cursed all the NPCs, turn them into Murlocs? That would be um, be a lot of Murloc noises. That'd be a lot of Murloc noises. Yeah, all the RPs changed to <laughs> yeah. Murloc. Uh, might be a little bit much. <laughs> you get in there and Odin's a giant Murloc and he's going. Uh, <laughs> You don't understand anything. I can't understand the guy anyhow. I mean, it's worse than he's talking Murloc. Illidan's one. What? Would, how would you are not prepared sound in Murloc? Gurgle, 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 Something like that. Something like that. Now, a lot of the new developers at Blizzard aren't naturally from the United States. They're citizens. They've come over here, but they are from a different heritage. And so it's important to them to show their heritage while at Blizzard. So we're going to have International Week. More specifically, International Language Week, where the entire language pack is changed into a different language, one that you don't speak. So that you can immerse yourself into that culture by their language and playing WoW. Oh, so everything's like translated into Italian? There you go. Yeah. Uh, I like that. <laughs> hey, it's a me, Cadgard! <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you know, when Cadgard sends you to clean up the, the, the coins and the poop? Yeah. <laughs> I lost my meatballs. <laughs> you go over there and find my meatballs. <laughs> well, Frack, suffice it to say that there are a lot of really bad ideas. That 
while fun to uh, write and think about, we would never, ever want to see in the game. And we're going to close with this one here called Gameplay Gateways. This, of course, would be in conjunction with someone like your teacher, your boss, your spouse, maybe even your gym. It's kind of like the parental check, but a little bit different. In other words, you know, your teacher gateway. Has your homework been done? If your homework's not done, you can't play. Like your teacher has control of it? Yeah. What about your boss? Have you completed your work assignments for the day? If you haven't, no, 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 you don't play. Or your spouse. A little chore check in there. Oh, I need that. <laughs> <laughs> Is the trash out? Is the lawn Did cut? vacuum? Did you vacuum? Or the clothes folded? All that kind of stuff. Well, that's not done. You Nope, you can't play. Or what if they integrated into your gym? In, any kind of little uh, health app. Like everything monitors your steps and your calories burned and everything else. Well, if you haven't burned enough calories that day, you can't log into WoW. I'm guessing by your silence that you don't like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, eh, I don't think so. A lot of people have been in control of what I do. <laughs> just filed it under bad ideas. The entire thing was full of bad ideas. Yeah, and but that one particularly. <laughs> it kind of takes it. Don't tell me what to do. Freck, on July 15th, someone was able to get access to the hosting account on the TuckUI web server. A lot of people use TuckUI, including myself. It's a UI replacement. It, uh, it's really cool. I like everything that it does. And it frequently comes up and says, hey, you need to update TuckUI because they'll update it. And uh, you can buy a service for a couple bucks a month at auto updates or one-click updates. But you have to keep TuckUI up to date. It's not in curse. It's not anywhere else. It has its own little standalone app that you update with. Now, when this person got a hold of the account, they deleted everything. Why? Because they're jerks. Some people want to watch the world burn. Some people want to watch the world burn. Ah. They deleted everything on the server. They had access then to go through the hosting account to go look at backups. What they do to the backups? They deleted the backups. <gasps> Anything that was connected through their hosting control panel, this person or people went in and deleted. TechUI had no way of restoring the website or the connected services to their original state. Everything was gone. So they have three options. Rebuild everything from scratch while they could try to get as much as they could from web archives or anybody else that has data for them, try to rebuild everything. They could switch to a different provider like Curse, move everything there, but then that would destroy their community with their forums and their ticketing system and their release schedules and their software and their advertising because there's advertising built into their updater. So it would destroy a lot of their revenue stream. And they would still have to rebuild, right? And they would still have to rebuild. Or throw the towel in and just give it up. Now, they are doing option number one. They're rebuilding everything from scratch. They are not going into Curse or anybody else. They're maintaining their own website. They're maintaining everything they have. Now, they didn't have backup copies of the website. They did have copies of the actual code. So the UI, Tuck UI, and ELV UI, that add-on, that UI replacement, they had a copy of. That was not that big of an issue. They quickly put up different links for those repositories uh, in their Discord and made those available to people. But now they have to rebuild everything, their website, their forums, their ticketing system. A lot of that has to be rebuilt. Now, there's some lessons they can learn here. First lesson is offline backups are a thing. On a lot of web hosting accounts, you click backup, and it makes a backup of your website and your databases and everything else. But it keeps it right there on the same server connected to the same account. Everything is right there. But you go into that little backup panel and you can download the backup that you just made. You can get it off site. You can put it somewhere else. It's a very good thing to do. Don't keep all your eggs in one basket, which is lesson number two. Don't keep everything in one place. Keep your web hosting completely separate from anything else. If you are a front end person like TuckUI is and you have a front end, which is your website, and you have a forum, which is something else, and you have your code repository, which is the third thing, don't keep them all in one place. Keep your websites on one server, keep your forums on another server, keep your data on a third server. Separate that kind of stuff, and that way you no, don't open yourself up to a single point of failure, which is kind of what they did. 
Third thing here, two-factor authentication is a thing. Most decent web hosting providers have two-factor authentication. That is the same thing we use with our Blizzard authenticator. So you need a password and also a code that's... A code or a simple check. Like, sent to you. Yeah. A code that's sent to you or pops up on your phone. Did you mean to log in? Yes, I did. Some other form of authentication. And also their infrastructure. I, I highly question that. It sounds to me like based on what I've read that they have a server for their website and forums and that is the server that they have. And they do the backups and keep them on the same server. Well, they should have something a little different. A test server, a deployment server, a live server. There are infrastructure updates that need to be done. And hopefully this was a great lesson for them. But they go back and go, you know what? We need to invest in this because now they've been down over a week and they anticipate another week until they're back up. Now you can go and still get and still update TuckUI now in, in ELVUI as well. But for a couple of days, you couldn't. And here is ELVUI and TuckUI screaming like, hey, you're out of date. You need an update because Blizzard has changed a number of things. And we now need to update our UI. But since we're, since we're so dependent on that and we can't, there are a lot of people who just abandoned it. As soon as it happened, a lot of people jumped ship and went, you know what? I'm just going to go to another UI that, that's on curse, is safe enough from these issues, has a strong enough infrastructure in place that this won't happen. Me, I'm waiting it out. The updates are available for me to get now. I've made my updates. It's a crappy situation for them to be in. But it's one that could have been avoided, and I think it's one that they will be able to avoid in the future. Real quick, if you follow them on uh, Twitter, you can get all the updates. You can get links to where the, the new packages are, and uh, everything's working fine. they got about six days until the websites and forums are back up. But just bear with them and realize that they aren't going anywhere, and uh, I'm pretty sure that they've learned from this costly mistake. We did a segment a few episodes ago about all the different factors that might go in in choosing a mount. You know, the theme, the, the type. Size. Where did you get it from? The size. Color. Does it do anything different? And all that stuff does factor in, at least for, with me, when choosing a companion pet. I like to have one out whenever possible. I have a lot to choose from. I have a long list of pets. There's a lot that I really like that kind of get abandoned that if I were to use the regular interface to summon it, I probably never would. So I've been looking for something that automatically summons a pet and that I can choose which pets to uh, summon per character. And I finally found an ad on the desert. It's called Pet Leash. So its basic functionality is that whenever you're not busy, it summons a pet for you. So if you're sitting around, boom, you get a pet. Boom, you get a pet. Okay. Fairly straightforward. Now, what you can do is go into pet selection, and you can check the pets that you want it to choose from. So right away, it does exactly what I want it to do. It has a broker launcher, which yeah, I like to use chocolate bar. I like to have everything, and a lot of my menus kind of attached to that, just so I can click in a certain spot or see information that's always visible on the screen. So through the broker, I can actually summon a pet through a very condensed list that's done alphabetical. It's a lot less work than going through the pet journal. So I see that it has the option to have conditions on when it summons a pet. Does it also have conditions on when it dismisses the pet? You can have it dismiss on certain conditions, like if you go into combat or if you're going to stealth, I believe. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's what I like. Because... I kind of sometimes get distracted by a pet when I'm when I'm specifically in combat. I'm like, what is that? What is that doing there? What? And, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's just my little bunny rabbit or whatever. Yeah. So I like that. I like the fact that it'll dismiss a pet under certain circumstances. And stealth, obviously. Yeah. You can also have it uh, summon a new pet for you after a certain amount of time. You can set that timer. Oh, that's neat. Yeah. Like if you want a new pet every 30 seconds. That'd be a lot. Five minutes. Five minutes would be okay. You can add rules, and I haven't played around with this too much. I kind of want to see what all I can do. On my mage character, I added a rule that said to give magic pets high priority. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's kind of cool. So it seems to do that pretty well. I don't know what other factors it can use other than uh, pet type. I have to play around with it more. I have a question you're not going to be able to answer, and that is the nationality of this author. 
because I'm looking at some of the commands they have here. Enable, toggle pet, resummon, config, desummon. Would you just dismiss instead of desummon? That's a, I mean, to me, that means, yeah, it's just, it's a <laughs> language thing. Desummon, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to desummon that pet. No, just dismiss it. <laughs> Maybe they don't want to get it confused with the hunter dismiss pet. Yeah, it could be. It could be. The only wonky thing is about it, when I went into the Desichromi scenario, it, it spammed a bunch of times that it like, summoned a bunch of different pets. Like one after the other? Yeah. Like boom, 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 yeah. boom. I didn't notice that. I just noticed like my chat box said like it summoned five different pets all at once. Whoa. I'm like, okay. I'm not all at once. Well, I don't. Yeah, in, in succession. Um, That's weird. Yeah. I wonder if it has anything to do with the instancing and it's kind of freaking out. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe you triggered like five things i don't know yeah that's the only wonky thing about it and did it was, you report it no yeah, i would have reported okay it. see I if it does it again to. go back in and if yeah, it does I did it, it a couple times yeah well screenshot it and then go back to the forums over at curse.com and you can submit that to the author and go hey have you checked it out in the scenario the other issue with it it's not really an issue this is how most add-ons behave if you have the option to load a profile and you are using something there's no real way to save what you're already using as a new profile. Oh, Usually when you go yeah. in, you have to go in and say new profile, and then it's going to set it to default, and then you set up your options. You can't just save your current profile? Well, you could, no. but then it would overwrite. Like yeah. If you're trying to do a new one, yeah. 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 It's the same thing with Bartender. It's the same thing with several other add-ons. I, just, I, I noticed it quickly enough that it wasn't like a big issue. I think with uh, with Tuck UI, what I've always done is I have copied my profile and then I've made changes and then saved it, which eliminates the fact of making a new one, which would wipe it all out to zeros or, you know, just yeah. default config, if you will. So you might have to copy, make your changes and save that as a new profile. Interesting. So you uh, you like it? I do like it. Right. Yeah. Curse.com. Yeah. Where I believe get so. Yeah. yeah. And it's or called. Tw- they're the Twitch app. Or Twitch app. Yeah. Sorry. Whatever they are now. <laughs> And that's uh, it's called Pet Leashes. Pet, pet Leash. Pet Leash. One word? One word. Awesome. Frack, let me leave you with this. Small, undocumented change I noticed the other day. That when you, as a character, target another character or NPC or boss or whatever in the game, your head tracks to them. So if I'm looking straight ahead and there's an NPC to my right or left, let's say right, and I click on that NPC and target them, my head will turn to the right. And then if I click on someone on my left, my head will turn to the left. Yeah, when you pointed that out, it really freaked me out. Kind of, yeah, You can move and your head will kind of track. You know, if I yeah. move myself in a little whatever clockwise motion, my head will kind of keep tracking them for a little bit. It's very strange to see your character doing that subtle of a move. Yeah. It was one of those, like, it, I picked, I was like, whoa, that was, what happened? Well, like, it wasn't <laughs> my, why am I looking over there? And then I'm like, I mean, I had the person targeted. Oh, that's interesting. But it could also, like, when I showed it to you and you did it, I saw which way you were looking. If I'm a very astute and very observant raid leader or whatever, I could kind of see where my people were looking and perspectively who they were targeting <laughs> without like tar- without targeting them to see the target of the target. You could, but if if things were close enough together, it might not help you that much. No, but yeah. it was still awkward to see. Now you brought up a, a different point that it yeah, also happens. Some, yeah, it happens after you die. Your your corpse will turn their head. Does a corpse not look at something? Oh, wait, your corpse. Your corpse, <laughs> yeah. And when you said it, I thought you meant your little ghostly body when it came back. No. Your corpse. Yeah. Oh, that is just <laughs> weird. Oh, no. Right? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now your comment, you're like, but you're dead. Now that makes sense to me because I'm like, well, you're, you kind of don't die. You're walking around as a ghost. But no, you're talking about your corpse on the ground. Yeah. So you haven't released. No. And you can target someone, your dead corpse goes. (laughs) 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 So something kills you, you're like, (laughs) I'm looking at you. I'll be back. With the eyes still closed and everything, so it just turns in your direction. (laughs) (laughs) Got chills. Oh, that is. 
<laughs> now I want to go die. And, well, that's not a bad. <laughs> I want my character to experience a death. What about when you feign death? I have to try that. Yeah, that one. I'm be, assuming it's yeah, the same. It would be you, okay. You go like you're dying. Yeah. We'll have to experiment. Maybe we'll throw ourselves down on the ground at Ogamar and <laughs> target things. <laughs> With my luck, I'd be like throwing myself towards the ground and someone would cast a slow fall on me. Like, no, I'm trying to die. I'm just trying to die. <laughs> Let just me cancel it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to be that nice to you, though. You're absolutely <laughs> right. We don't have a good community. <laughs> People would be like, let's watch him jump. Yeah. Jump, jump, jump. <laughs> not good. No. Uh, so let's go try that. Next time I okay. die, I'm going to target somebody. It's <laughs> crazy. Well, folks, as we wrap up episode number 359 here, of course, we always ask you guys to head over to iTunes. Give us a rating and some feedback there. That lets us know how we're doing as a show and also lets other people know if this is a show that they may enjoy. I want to thank our friends on Facebook and our followers on Twitter. And as we close this show, we want to thank you for listening. We'd love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast and using the offer code hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash E-I-P-S. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grid Network. 